Thundering Herds victorious tonight over VMI 56-17. Welcome into Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up. Paul Swan and the former young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh, with me in studio as we got a lot to go over tonight. This is sort of what we expected. It got off to a slow start, Dave, but the Thundering Herd gets it done, beating VMI 56-17. to But this was not your classic VMI no. team. Man, they were throwing the ball over all over the place. I didn't recognize them. 40 times for the night. I mean, they, they let it fly. And we knew that coming in, and they, they lived up to the reputation. They let her go. What stood out to you first? Uh, there was a lot to go over in this game, but uh, what stood out to you the most tonight? Isaiah Green looked so much different than last year up at Miami. Four touchdown passes, career best. Uh, a rough start, tough start, but he hung with it, and uh, he fits the ball in there where needed. He went deep a couple times, the short stuff. And he ran for 46 yards. A couple times he kept on the option. Alex Thompson did too, so maybe I jumped the gun and said he won't run. Maybe Coach Cramsey heard me and said, I'll prove Dave wrong, but I don't know. But it was nice to see, hey, you have to account for him, hands and feet. Yeah. But he had a good night. And, you know, Obialo didn't play. Uh, the guy transferred from Kentucky, um, Mr. Richardson, only caught three. And yet they still threw for uh, 340 yards. So we found out they got some other horses in the barn that can catch the football. Everybody got on the score yes. sheet tonight. Everybody uh, got something. Uh, Corey Gambich had yeah. uh, five receptions. Uh, Tavian Richardson had three. Uh, Armani Levias had three. Uh, Artie Henry had uh, two. Uh, Brock Thompson had a couple. Uh, you know, uh, Henry had a touchdown. Corey Gamage got a touchdown. Xavier Gaines got a touchdown. Willie Johnson got a touchdown. <laughs> Garrett Morrell got touchdown. a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, everybody was getting touchdowns, and that's just on the receiving end, on the rushing end. Uh, Brendan Knox taking care of business, uh, 10 carries, 43 yards. Again, it was running by committee tonight. Uh, Tyler King had 77. Uh, Evans had 56. Uh, Isaiah Green, as you mentioned, 48 himself. Yeah. Uh, Knox with 43 and the two touchdowns. Um, Alex Thompson, 34 as well. I mean, everybody was getting on the score Everybody's getting in action on the scoreboard uh, yeah. uh, in the stat sheet and hopefully transitioning into the fact that uh, come next week and the rest of the season – there's a lot of faces you must account for. You know who the starters are, but you know it goes much deeper than the first eleven. All-purpose yards. Um, it's um, it's tough. You got Sheldon Evans with 106 all-purpose uh, yards here, uh, 56 running, 50 uh, on the kick return, and then uh, Talik Keaton with 109 punt return yards. Took one back to the house. Yeah, that's going to add up real quick. Got uh, to the right sideline and said, beat me in the end zone. Yeah, Tyler King was doing it the old-fashioned way, 75 <laughs> yards running, 24 yeah. receiving, and then Corey Gamage with 82 yards receiving. So those are your four with uh, all-purpose yards there. But I, I think the big story tonight uh, is just the depth because Doc was able to take control of this game. And Did what they had to do. We got to see some other guys get in there. Yeah, those guys have been working since August, and it's nice to give them a shot to get in the game. And they, hey, they they ran and threw. They didn't just go out there and you know take a knee. They were inside the ten when the game ended. They were really in no hurry to score, and they didn't score. But hey, they were still going north and south. They weren't running. You know, they were running out the clock, but we're not going to run up to score any more than what they had to. And also, as we suspected, I'm not saying it was vanilla, but it um, kind of it kind of. I mean, there was a little, uh, maybe a little, sw- uh, a little swirl every yeah. now and then. With, uh, Isaiah, yeah, put a little sprinkle of nuts on that uh, on that vanilla Sunday yes. now and then. But it, for for the most part, yeah. uh, I mean, they didn't give up anything. We didn't see what's going to be the game plan for Boise State. I think there's a few more pages in the playbook that they didn't reveal that might be out on stage Friday night in Idaho. So and they have the people that can execute, it looks like. They so have the weapons. They've got to turn right around and to get ready, and uh, they'll do that tomorrow. And what makes this game interesting, because Boise State comes back and beats Florida State. Right. So Boise's right now 1-0. Right. Marshall's 1-0. and And Boise is a, a team that is always in the conversation for an access bowl. And I don't know if – um, You'll probably hear it this week. Here yeah, we go. I, I don't know if this game is going to be a major determining factor for that Access Bowl, but if Marshall wants to have a shot at it, they got to take care of business on the road against Boise at Boise on the blue turf. As you said earlier today, they control their destiny. They don't need any help at this point. 
and you don't want to get into a situation where you need help. Boise's right here. Ohio, you will be here. Cincinnati will be here. It's right in front of you for the taking. 56-17, your score, Marshall beating VMI. And, um, you know, whatever the scoreboard might tell you, uh, I thought VMI was uh, actually pretty good out there yeah, tonight. They were, I, hey, they came in with nothing to lose, very scrappy, even to the final gun. They were playing hard. Uh, you hate to see the one guy who was a true freshman get tossed. Uh, but, he, you know, he went down near the head on Isaiah on that slide, and uh, that doesn't work anymore. And they reviewed it, and they clarified it and said he did what he did, and he, he was already heading up the ramp. We saw him heading up the ramp as they made the announcement. We had to see Alex Thompson also. He was 6-7, yeah. um, 102 yards, had one touchdown, one um, sack, uh, had a long of 43. And we got to see him in some limited action, but still uh, a got lot more. Him. Yeah, we got to see him a lot more than maybe uh, you might. One time when, uh, when our, our starting quarterback, Mr. Green, took that hit, had to come out. He went in, finished off the drive, and I think it ended up being, what, 99 yards? scoring drive i mean once they got after the three and outs they were getting 80 and 90 yard chunks for touchdowns like it was nothing which is fun to see long game but it's yes. over marshall gets the victory tonight defeating vmi final score is 56 17 now we're going to open the phone lines up for you 877-420-TALK 877-420-8255 give you a chance to uh, join the program tonight uh we've also got some player interviews from the locker room dave wilson is uh, hanging out with us tonight as well. He's got a few interviews uh, that we've got lined up with him. Uh, we've also got some um, Doc Holliday uh, comments as well here in a few minutes. We'll, we'll get to that. And we'll do it all here on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. This is Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up. This is Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up on 93.7 The Dog and ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall's victorious tonight, winning the home opener against former Southern Conference foe VMI 56-17. Uh, got off to a slow start if you call 14 points in the first quarter. A slow, slow. start, yeah. I know. It felt like it was going to be a scoreless first quarter, and then finally things just opened up. When they the got that hurt. first touchdown, it's like the floodgates. The old saying, floodgates just opened. End zone kept getting in the way. Right. When <laughs> Isaiah Green found Willie Johnson, that was a 29-yard pass, and uh, that got things started. And then... Just a couple minutes later, Talit Keaton, 67-yard punt return, and all of a sudden it's 14-0, and then here we go. Marshall starts scoring. I, I'm not going to say at will. VMI was pretty stingy at times out there, yeah. but Thundering Herd did get the offense going. Uh, we're going to hear a little bit later on from uh, Talit Keaton. I mean, that's one way to, to get the coach's attention, uh, run one back for 67 yards. They always say you know, when you first come, if you're not starting, you, you'll see special teams action. If you make a make an impact, and I would say Mr. Keaton got off to a very good start tonight with an impact. Some people think maybe that uh, special teams is a punishment if you're uh, on a football team. Uh, for Doc Holliday, no, no, that's a uh, very important. It's very either, important. Either in an audition or hey, I really need you there because we can do something. We can make some things happen here. Yeah, it, he wants eleven. His eleven best for that position out there. And for the most part, you know, of course, with Warwasher's kickoffs landing at McDonald's or on Third Avenue, that, that helps. But uh, when a guy takes a punt back, you got to pay attention. He's got their attention. Dave Wilson is um, going to be with us again on uh, most home games and uh, maybe a couple of road games as well. So uh, he caught up with Levi Brown just a couple minutes ago. And yeah, Levi is, um, as I joked with him uh, earlier in the week, he's the center of attention here. Yeah, literally. Uh, he's, up, uh, he's up front making things happen, and uh, let's get his impressions of the game. Here's Dave Wilson with Levi Brown. Aero center Levi Brown. Heard picks up the win, opening night, big night for the offense. Just how did it feel to get out there one more time? You know, it's one of those things that, as an offense, we look forward to. You know, everyone looks forward to the first game the most because it's one of those where you get tired of camp, you get tired of hitting the same people over and over and over, and just to get out there for my, you know, last first game with a special group of guys at O-line that we've gotten so close. I mean, it was an emotional time for me just to finally get it kicked off. And, and once it did, we started slow but got it rolling. And, and that was a, a good confidence boost for us, knowing that we could adjust to something quick, which VMI came out and brought out a different defense we hadn't seen before. And just to be able, there, to, be able to go out there and, and adjust quick on the spot, was, I think, is was a big sign of maturity in our group. What was going through your mind there in the pregame tunnel before you take the field for your, mm -hmm. your final season opener? It was one of those things where, you know, we knew almost that they were going to bring out a different look they hadn't shown all year on film because and they had eight months to come up with a whole new scheme on defense. And I was kind of just thinking through the game plan of what we had and what was 
you know, in front of us at that point in time. All the jitters were pretty much gone at that point. I was just excited to go out there and execute. You're the old man of that group up front now. <laughs> Does that change your role this season a little bit? You're rotating some guys in, a lot of talent, but mm-hmm. you're the only senior up there. You know, it's different in coming in and, and playing as a redshirt freshman and, and playing every game since then because you've gone through the progression completely, you know, from being the young guy in the room that was a player and then just slowly building your way up. And to finally be a fifth-year senior, like you said, with the guys with, like, a lot of talent, it's it's one of those things where – you know, you know it's going to be special, but at the same time, you don't know how special it'll be until it gets rolling. And, and having an opportunity to go out there and perform how we did, I think, just does a really good job of showing the crowd and everyone else what the O line can really be this year. How much fun do you have when when Isaiah's throwing for four touchdowns, Knox gets rolling, King gets rolling? How much fun are you guys having up front? You know, it's a it's a great thing to see uh, Isaiah throw touchdowns to different receivers every single time. I think it was a different receiver with a touchdown and. Seeing Knox running and getting his two bruising runs in for touchdowns and seeing King do, does what he does best, just bursting through holes and making people miss on second level. You know, it's one of those things that gives you confidence that we're, we're clicking right now. Even though it's only week one, it's, it's a big confidence boost going into a really big week here. And I think it's something that we really needed to put on film. Quick turnaround. Boise State won today. Everybody's talking about them. You get a chance with them coming up on Friday. Yeah, absolutely. And in the hotel, we watched as much of that game as we could, you know, just to kind of get a a little bit of a jump start on those guys. But, you know, we only saw the first half or so, so it's only so much to look forward to. But no matter how much film we watch, we all know the blue turf's still going to be there and Boise State's still going to show up and play. So we got to go out and do the same. Congratulations tonight. We'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Thank you. Senator Levi Brown. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. And um, he's right. Levi's the, uh, the old hand out there now. He's the f- veteran. He, it, if you ask him, it would be a surprise. Or you think one minute he's a redshirt starter. And now fifth-year senior is going, like, where did it all go? So each week will be very meaningful to him. And tonight he, he felt pretty good. BMI shows a few wrinkles early. They come to the sideline, adjust things, and boom. 620 yards later, 56-17. On the defensive side, thundering her for the most part uh, kept things clamped down. Now, there was a couple mistakes out breaks, there. breaks, but yeah, breakdowns, yeah. but overall – I thought it was a good yeah. effort. They they took care of what they needed to take care of. And uh, one guy that was all over the place tonight, uh, he wasn't credited with any solos, but Tevante Beckett had seven assists. And he also was credited for uh, half of a tackle for loss for one yard. Also had one breakup. So he's all over the place tonight. That's what you want. I mean, linebacker. Guys, time up front, turn him loose, and he he, he had a, he had a way to find where the football is, run to it, and get, and be part of the action, which cut, made Coach uh, Lambert, the first year as a coordinator, I'm sure pretty happy when it comes to looking at the film tomorrow. Dave Wilson's back with us, and he has got Tavante Beckett. Joined now by Tavante Beckett, they had him for seven tackles. You know what? I'm going to go back and check the game yeah, film. You were all over the place tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, just getting my feet back wet. Haven't played in a couple years, so it's just. Getting, getting my feet wet and getting, getting that pressure up off me. So it felt good to get out there and make a couple plays. Were, were there pregame jitters? Were there butterflies? Yeah, what were you feeling before the game? I'd be lying if I say I, I won't nervous, but I really had to really just talk to myself, really just go be the player you know you can be and, you know, go go do what you know you can do and you've done did in fall and spring since I got here. I feel like I've been a practice. Coach called me a practice All-American, so now it's just time to <laughs> – Go go go! Get my stripe off. Go get my red stripe off. So that's, I felt like I did good today. Didn't really miss the tackles. Uh, no MAs. So very productive day. Feel good to get that first hit in and then yeah. kind of roll from there. Yeah, I was a little because I had a little stinger going through the week. So <laughs> I had kept warming up my neck, heating it up, stretching it out. Got out there, didn't feel anything. So good, good to have the health. Ask Nazi Johnson about this. You know, Jaquan goes down, he gets yeah. hurt, but you know, you've got to put that behind you. You still had a lot of game to play. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean. I don't, I don't know if there's anybody that love him like I do, you know, coming from high school together and stuff. So, like, just seeing him go down took me took me a couple couple minutes, couple plays to get over it, you know. But I just try to play through him, through his spirit, because I felt him when he was out there. And, you know, we both had our first career starts, and I felt him, the presence early. So when he went down, it kind of it kind of hit me. But then it's just like we got a job to finish. And if, if he can't be out there, we're just going to finish it for him, you know what I'm saying? So Big upper. Big opportunity coming up yes, on uh, Friday night. Yes, sir. I love playing on ESPN. <laughs> so, just looking forward to playing them. I know they had a competitive game. I don't know if they won or lost, but I know it was a close game. And, you know, it's a little 
Well, I can tell you not, they did win. They so. did? Yeah, they did. Well, that's good. Better for us, for real, you know. One and, both of us want to know. Ain't nobody, somebody got to lose, somebody got to win. So the better prepared team will win. So. Devontae Becker, congratulations. Appreciate it. He's excited. He didn't know. He didn't know who they uh, – uh, yeah. He was focused in on I'm this sure, one. like you mentioned, he really felt because there was uh, – him and Joaquin Uli are from the same high school in Virginia, near where I grew up. So he's looking at his teammate who's both making their first starts down and we watched that hit replay time and again and it's just like, man. And it was a long time before they got him on the start car, uh, cart and wheeled him off the field. But he did put the old hand up. Yeah. That gave the crowd a little hope of like – He'll be okay. I felt uneasy the whole time watching no, that. No, because it's one of those things, the longer you're down, the more nervous you go, like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah, I um, I wasn't power tweeting this game, but when that <laughs> happened, Dave, that I got you going. I, I didn't want to say a word. No, because the VMI guy was down too, but then he got up, walked right. to the sideline for a little while, but, but Joaquin stayed down and down, and then, then you bring a cart, then they bring something else, they bring the brace. They were very gentle, very careful, which you have to be, and then, but the encouraging thing, the hand signed when he went up in the crowd of 23,000-plus. And all the herd players went out before he left. They didn't go on the sideline. They went out and said, Bill, for you, baby. So he got a lot of support on the way out, and I guarantee you he'll be working as hard as he can to get back. Let's talk offense. Yes. Corey Gamage had uh, five receptions, 82 yards, had one long of 33. Touchdown in those stats. And you um, you look at what he was able to do out there tonight, Uh Really, Marshall had 340 yards from the receivers, mm-hmm. uh, and it came from a multitude of guys tonight. Well, you're first and foremost, you're going Corey Gamage. Where was he last year? Because it was Mr. Brady and the gang. Just shows you the way that Coach Holiday and Cramsey have a system. Tyree's gone. The next wave is coming in. There's Gamage. And, and once again, they've got three guys that are listed as tight ends. They don't play that way, and at one time a linebacker got got caught on one of them going deep and pass interference. Th- those tight ends can cause trouble and just spread the ball around, as Mr. Green and Mr. Thompson did. Yeah, so Isaiah finds Gamage for that 33-yard pass, 9.58 to go in the third quarter, and the herd goes up 42-7. to And All in all, good day for the wide receivers. Um, nobody went over 100, but as a team – 340 yards, you get the victory. I don't think anyone cares about no. stats like that. Dave Wilson caught up with Corey Gamage, and uh, let's go back to Dave. Corey Gamage, 33-yard touchdown catch tonight. Uh, how did it feel to get in the end zone in game one? It's a blessing to get in the end zone. I'm very excited. Couldn't do nothing without my team. Team motivated me, kept going, pushing me. So, yeah. Isaiah, he spreads the ball around tonight. I think eight different receivers he hit, uh, four different receivers score touchdowns tonight. How do you feel about the chemistry you've been building with Isaiah Green uh, throughout and, and all the quarterbacks throughout camp? That's a wonderful experience. Like, we compete every day, go, go against each other. I mean, against our defense, good defense every day. Um, yeah, that's about it, yeah. <laughs> what do you – what are you looking forward to? You know, you got to put this one behind you quickly. Get ready to take on Boise. What are you looking forward to uh, with that opportunity to go out there and play on the blue turf? Oh, that's a wonderful opportunity. Um, I feel like we just ready for them. Got to compete, execute everything, no mistakes. And yeah, win the game. You know, you, with all the receivers out there, like you spreading the ball around. Defenses aren't going to be able to focus in on just one guy. There's a lot of weapons out there to work with. Yeah, there's a very lot of weapons. And I think that's our edge on them. They don't know what's coming at them. Yeah. How much fun was it again just to get out in game action after a long camp and all the work to get ready for it? Wonderful, wonderful. We worked hard. The whole team worked hard from the offensive line, defense line, to the secondary, to skill guys, running backs. We just worked hard. Very fun. Congratulations on the win. Thank you. That's Corey Gamage, 33-yard touchdown reception. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate you tonight. Uh, still to come, we're going to hear from Doc Holliday. Uh, we've got more coming from the Shuey Building. We'll get your phone calls in at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We'll run down all the action in Conference USA and take a look at the action in the top 25. Not a pleasant day for a lot of teams, Dave. Um, Doc Holliday tells you every week you're going to open that newspaper up. You're going to see a team that should have won. They lost. Well. Right. Uh, Doc's going to open up that newspaper tomorrow, and he's going to see all those scores, yes. and then he's going to take it to practice and say, see, I told, told you. you. Just like I've told you for years upon years, you know, tonight we performed through potential out the window, and somebody else is worrying about 
maybe they should have won and they lost. We took care of business. And that's what it takes every week to do that. Marshall's victorious tonight over VMI 56-17. You're listening to Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. R. Marshall. This is Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up on 93.7 The Dog and ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall's victorious tonight over VMI, 56-17, just the way you expected it to go against a former Southern Conference foe. Herd's got a 15-game win streak on VMI now. How about that? 15 games. Exactly. In the pregame, we're talking uh, early on, it was the other way around, back and forth, and now it's just, sorry, you're you're the old 1AA, we've moved up to 1A, and uh, they've made them pay for it 15, and they have not been close either. I mean, there is major separation. So the Thundering Herd victorious tonight. Doc Holliday, um, maybe he's happy? We're going to find, <laughs> find out. out. We're going to find out. Here's Doc Holliday addressing the media after the victory. Okay, obviously, um, you know, I thought the first half was pretty clean. You give up the one wheel route there that uh, went with the first half there. But played a lot of players in the second half and uh, wasn't quite as clean. But, we, you know, we've got to get better. we got a quick turnaround. So those guys in the locker room tomorrow's Monday. So, you know, and believe it or not, three days from now, we're on a plane heading out to Boise. So it's going to be a quick turnaround for us. Uh, uh, did some good things out there. We just got to get better in all three phases because we've got a great challenge here coming up uh, on Friday night. You kind of threw it around a good amount, Coach, and, and I think yeah. 11 different receivers. Is that, that's important without OB and without Tyree from last year. Yeah, I think so. And it's also some young kids step up and make some plays. and. You know, we had to throw it. I mean, they put eight, nine guys in the box there all the time. I mean, you got to force, they're going to force you to throw the ball around a little bit. So that's what we did. I saw Corey Gamage, you know, step up, make a couple, Brock Thompson, a couple freshmen there. And, uh, you know, so that's good to see. And because uh, we're going to need those guys down the road. Shoot, you know, Obi's, Obi, we don't discuss injuries. We can't because of athletic policy, but uh, he'll be back. I mean, uh, and uh, it'll good, be good to get him back. But it was great to see some of those young kids go ahead and make some plays today. I know you can't talk about Jaquan specifically, but how, how, how do you feel your team rebounded? That's a tough yeah. thing to come back. Hey, yeah, it's anytime somebody, you know, anytime somebody gets hurt, you know, that's not a good thing. So I, I mean, he's he eventually going to be all right. I mean, that's, with that being said, you know, you just hate to see anybody anybody get hurt. And uh, I thought they came back and, and, and reacted well, you know, and uh, as well as they could. So, you know, that's a tough deal. 19 straight games now. Um, you guys won when scoring first. How important is it for your team? How crucial is it to, to get that going? Well, we're 38, 39, and one now scoring first. So maybe I should start taking the ball a little bit on kickoffs. I don't know, but uh, it seems like we've, you know, we've played well when we score first, and uh, and of course that may be a lot of teams in the same boat we are there. But that being said, uh, again, I thought our team uh, did, went out and did what we were supposed to do. You know, we played like we we're supposed to play. And now, again, we got to put that one behind us and, and, and get ready for Boise. We had a great, had a, what a great win they had at, at Florida State, down 18, came back and beat them. And it'll, uh, it'll be a challenge for us, but a challenge we're looking forward to. Corey Gamage and, and Sheldon Evans are two younger guys that you all really tried to rip out during preseason mm-hmm. practice. How important was it to make sure you jumped up to the lead and got those guys some significant touches? Yeah, we were trying to get Corey touches. You know, Stone Scarcelli and other guys got to step up and play for us at times with OB being. Not there today, and uh, you know Brock Thompson is another another young kid. So it's great to see all those guys. Sheldon, you mentioned, you know he's uh, played a little football for us, but not much, and got Papillon in there a little bit there towards the end. So you know, especially defensively, I mean, that, again, that whole second half, we just basically played, you know, our back backup. Number one, we did it because we wanted to get them some work, but number two, we did it because we had a quick turnaround this week, you know. So I think hopefully, hopefully that'll help us. Uh, Couple of days down the road. You know that the redshirt rule is still kind of you know new and fresh. Yeah. And get used to it. Yeah. How, much, how much talk is there during a game? Like, well, there was hey, talk. Do we, yeah. do we? There was talk tonight. Like, there was talk. Well, we, and you're right. Uh, you know, Nigel McDaniel's a guy we like a lot, and we were going to throw him in there. And you're like, you're, you're kind of you're sitting there with four minutes to go in the game, and you're up whatever you're up, and you say, well, you know what? We got four games he can play and still redshirt. So why stick him? It's kind of a double-edged sword. You got to you throw him in there and get him some experience there, and then you. Well, I got three games left, you know. So that being said, we decided not to play him. And uh, those freshmen that you saw play today, the Eli Neals, Brock Thompsons, Corey Gamage, uh, those guys—they're all going to play. I mean, they're not going to redshirt. Those guys have to play. With uh, especially with Yuli going down, I mean, yeah. you know, the Jacory and Anderson, the Eli Neals, and, and this game becomes, you know, sort of magnified for those guys going in the next. No, no question. Those guys have to play. And then, of course, uh, Mike Abraham. 
know, we're, I think we have Drayton back this week, which would be huge. You know, that's uh, he should be ready to roll tomorrow. So if we can get that guy back, he'll help us as well. Were you running any plays for Corey, or was he, did he just kind of emerge from what? You no, did? we were you know, we were trying to get the ball. We wanted to see how he would react there. I thought he I thought he made some plays. I probably had one play after he should have made that he didn't. But I thought he made some catches. So that'll give him some confidence. He's a good player, I and mean, he's going to be an excellent player for us. And, Great to see him get his feet wet there a little bit and make some catches there at the end. Did, did it sort of signal, and I know it's been talked about a lot preseason, but did it sort of signal the shift in the passing game as far as everything seemed kind of Tyree-centric last year, whereas uh, today I think eight different receivers yeah. at halftime? Yeah, I think Tyree retarded, number one, he's a hell of a player. But that being said, I think you're right. I think we spread the ball around a little more, and that probably helped us, probably helped us down the road there. How much is that Isaiah's growth, just being yeah. able to get through the progression? No, there's no doubt. I mean, you see him growing. and. You know, so I wanted, we wanted to get him back in. He took that shot there on that where he was sliding there. I wanted to get him one more series in the second half, which we did. And I thought, with the exception of the one play Alex made there, he played well. You know, he got to get the ball and throw it in the stands at that point. So, you know, that being said, uh, other than that, I thought he played well, which is good to see. Special teams guys, uh, Talik Keaton is a guy mm -hmm. that uh, you've been high on since the spring. And uh, what do you like the best about him? He makes good decisions. You know, he makes he handles the ball. He makes good decisions. And. Uh, Heck, the one the one he returned for a touchdown, our guys did a nice job. We they had a block on at that point, you know, and the guy made come back and made a couple key blocks for him. Made some good decisions where he had opportunity to you know, that new rule with his peel back. And we had one of them called Hodge, but you know, a couple of those, if you peel back now and block a guy without using your hands, that's a penalty. And I thought our guys did a nice job at times walling some guys off on that particular return and did what they were supposed to do. Talk how happy were you there with Garrett Morrell at the other Game there. I mean, again, that's good for him, Garrett. That's one good play. But I'm happy anytime, anytime a, a young, you know, and it's good to see a guy who's been a quarterback his whole life, you know, find a role on the team, you know. And with this transfer portal and, and, and the way everything is now, you know, these, these kids are so selfish at times and, and they leave for the wrong reasons. They just pick up and leave. Whereas you see, we have two quarterbacks, Garrett, who's moved to tight end and, and now he's helping our team in different ways. and. Alex Thompson, there's a lot of people that like to have him as a quarterback around the country right now. And he stayed to get his get his masters and graduate from Marshall and he's playing a big role with us as well. So I think just that says a lot about those kids and what Marshall means to them and and uh, there's not very many schools in America that can keep two quarterbacks, move one and the other one stay and be a play a backup role, but it's happening here, which is great. Six hundred yards of offense and it seemed like it didn't matter. You know, what combination you used on the offensive front, you all are able to get a pretty good push in the back of the league. Yeah, especially second half. I thought first half we struggled. But again, you know, at time you put eight or nine guys in, we had always, they always had an unblocked guy there in the first half. That's why we were completing some big shots and that type of thing with the throwing the ball. So it's just, you got to have the ability to do both. You become one dimensional in this business, you know. I don't know what that Tennessee Georgia State game ended up, but it was tied late in the fourth quarter. I don't know. Really? How about that? How many times I sit here and said, every week somebody's going to get beat that shouldn't. Well, how about Georgia State and, and Northern uh, Iowa should have beaten Iowa State, I guess. Balls on the ground, a guy fumbles if they lose, you know. So, you know, James Madison just about beat West Virginia. So, you know, it, it, every, every time you walk out there, if you don't, if you're not prepared to play now, you've got a chance of getting beat. And I think uh, this first week of college football sure, sure uh, sets that, you know, may proves that point. That's for sure. What's the biggest challenge? I know it's a quick turnaround, but what's the biggest challenge trying to prepare for a Boise State in less time than normal? I think the good the good thing is is we've we've been preparing for Boise State all summer. You know, it's early in the season, and you know, we had all summer to you know so everything's done on Boise with exception of the Florida State game. You know, so we'll add that Florida State game to it tonight. Uh, we'll get going tomorrow. Tomorrow will be a Monday practice course. You know, we'll actually practice uh, Monday. Uh, tomorrow will be a Monday, and then Monday will be a Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday will be a Wednesday, and then we're out here Wednesday morning early, have a Thursday, and, and get ready to go play. So, uh, you know, we won't be we won't be behind. You know, I think the biggest thing is is just the recovery part of it. You know, normally you have Sunday to come in, and all you do is lift and treat and that type of thing, and, and get off your feet. Well, now, so I told them, I said, you go home, go to bed, take care of each other, because we got to come back here tomorrow, and not only do we have to lift and treat, we got practice. And uh, that was one thing we tried to do that game. At, you know, I don't think anybody played a lot of snaps in that game, which was a good thing. You know, I think most of those defensive guys, or even the offensive guys, were out of there after the first half. So hopefully that will help us a little bit as far as our recovery goes to, to be able to go ahead and get a good Monday practice tomorrow, which is Sunday. You've been out there early, too, so the extra, extra day will help you. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think uh, 
you know, thanks to Mike. And I mean, you know, and we kind of, you know, everywhere Boise goes, because they travel a lot in Hawaii and those teams, they go two days, you know, because it's such a flight. And, and I told her, team, that's going to be a great experience for our kids. I mean, we get to go out as a team and spend two and a half days together and, and uh, get ready to go play. So I know I'm excited. Our kids are excited. And then I think it'll help us in the long run as well, because we're playing on a Friday. So now we come all the way back here, which is a long ass flight. We'll get back here at probably, who knows, seven, eight o'clock Saturday morning. But now we have Saturday totally off, and now we can get ready for the following week too. So we're not really a day short the following week. So I think it falls, you know, I think it falls in place pretty well, and you know, we just got to execute the plan. You like the the matchup of Boise State? I mean, it's been two of the more successful Group of Five programs. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's. Yeah, I'm looking. For, I, know, I know it's. I think it's a great game for us. I think it's a great game for. You know, as you mentioned, two of the most successful power or group of five you know, programs out there has been us and Boise and, you know, right down the line there. So I think it's exciting for us to be able to play them and, and get to you know, worry about the other two teams that are picked to win their leagues when we get back after we play Boise. So got a lot of great challenges ahead of us, but we just got to keep going, keep getting better. Anything else? Thanks, guys. That's Doc Holliday addressing the media earlier this evening after the victory. Uh, what stood out to you, but Dave? The game plan for Boise's in. <laughs> he said we had it all summer. Just had what they saw at Florida State today. They're leaving a day early. You know, get the extra day to mo- you know, and there are two days to unify out there. But uh, their game plan is probably pretty close to ready. And it, but Doc said the biggest thing: turnaround. I think that's interesting, and also pretty smart on Doc's part. We knew that they would game plan for VMI, that they would go into that game as a normal week, but I also knew that they weren't just sitting around waiting for the first (laughs) Boise State game. They were going to have the scout on them early and often, have all the film ready. They know that that's going to be the more important game. I mean, you got to get past game one. That's important. And VMI, to their credit, came out, made it interesting for a little while. Yeah, there's some Marshall, wrinkles at them that Coach yeah. said, and they adjusted. But, uh, but at the end of the day, Marshall was going to win this game. Right. This was a game Marshall was going to win. Now they're ready to go get that Florida State game footage and get it broken down and go to work. And as, um, as Doc has uh, been known to do, he has bent time and space once again. So now Sunday is Monday. Monday is Tuesday, Tuesday is Wednesday, and so forth and so forth. So uh, Friday night is going to be uh, Saturday. Right. Uh, does that mean that Saturday, Sunday? I, I don't know. I don't or do know. I get do I get two Saturdays? I don't know. Does that mean like when they do the post game, it's like uh, now we can get back to normal and it's a high U week. I mean, what we've already prepared for a high U. It's just we can add their film. But I don't know. Well, I knew you were going to bring up that the, the Tuesday is Monday is Tuesday and whatever. Oh no, I wrote it down. Yeah. I just want to make sure we had it right. That here. has been. Modus operandi for any time a Friday night came up, game comes up, that's everything backs up a day. So Sunday is now Monday, Monday is Tuesday, <laughs> and uh, I mean they're having their coaches forward. show Tuesday night. Right. They're flying out Wednesday. Okay, so um, the coaches show is going to be on Tuesday, so that's Wednesday. So now we're moving the coaches <laughs> show to Wednesday uh, in dock time. Right, and. There's four time zone and there's dock time. Exactly. <laughs> um, when we come back, we're going to hear for uh, some more players uh, from uh, the post game, and uh, we're going to get your phone calls in eight seven seven four two zero talk eight seven seven four two zero eight two five five. This is Tom Judy Ford College Football Wrap Up. Our game day continues with Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap Up. 93.7 The Dog and ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Marshall's victorious tonight. It's the home opener, and the Thundering Herd gets the win by defeating VMI. Final score in this one. And, uh, folks, let me tell you, uh, this is a game that was um, long, 56-17. Three hours and 34 minutes uh, was the total time, and this one kickoff was 6.36 p.m. Uh, End of game, 10 after 10. We were there a while. Yeah, we were there a while. 23,875 show up in the stands to see the Thundering Herd get the victory. Uh, and as we talked about earlier, there was one moment where uh, I was just I, – I didn't want to say a thing. I was just sitting there, and that was uh, when Yuli went down. Uh, so, um, so we get the word from Twitter, um, and this is from his Twitter account. Uh, Jaquan Yuli tweeted out, Well heard fans, I just want to be the first to say, 
but I'm done for the season, and I'll be going into surgery tomorrow morning. Thank you all again for everything. So he's out for the season. Yes. And that's uh, according to uh, according to Twitter. That's uh, straight from him. That's from his uh, Twitter account. And so, um, what's that? Um, what's that say for that young man? Uh, you know, works hard, and uh, here he is. Um, First start. Yeah. And he's out. I mean, you, you wish nothing but prayers for him, and you know, speedy recovery. But that's got to be tough to to take. That's yes. uh, that's a tough one right there. Very tough. And you know, as you mentioned, the, his sidekick, Mr. Beckett, from you know, really, as he said, took two or three plays to get over the fact that he was gone. And I'm sure those guys looking at him up close are thinking this is not going to be good when the final word comes down. And it wasn't. So once again, um, and this again, according to uh, Yuli's Twitter account, he is done for the season, going into surgery tomorrow morning. So uh, he thanked all the Herd fans again for everything. Uh, that's a tough one there. So uh, our thoughts and prayers with him as well is, uh, you know, you, you know, at the end of the day, you don't want to see any of these kids. No, hurt. no. And it, it sounds like it's positive though. I mean, the, nothing, you know, nothing here says anything other than he's out for the season, but he's got to go have surgery. Right. And uh, he'll be the first one to go to work to uh, come back from it, if at all possible. You're listening to Todd Judy Ford College Football Wrap-Up. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you here. Uh, we're getting close to the midnight hour, and we've still got a lot to get into. Uh, we've got the Conference USA scoreboard. We're going to run that down here in a few minutes. But uh, we're going to go back into the media scrum. Uh, Isaiah Green, your uh, winning quarterback, uh, Mr. Green got uh, a little time off after um, after business was taken care of. He was 18 of 28, one interception, 238 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, nobody touched him. Alex Thompson got sacked one time. Uh, Mr. Green did not get touched all night. And uh, our very own Bill Cornwell was in the media scrum earlier, uh, catching up with Isaiah Green. A good start to the season. How about the scheme tonight? Uh, you know, I think we started a little slow on offense, but once we got it rolling, it was easy to, you know, keep that momentum and build off of it. I think uh, everybody got a chance to see tonight. You got, you got a lot of weapons there, don't you? You get yeah. the ball in a lot of guys' hands, uh, yeah. distributed it well. Yes, sir. We, we uh, you know, we got a lot of different receivers, and I feel confident with all of them being out there on the field. We've been working hard since since spring ball. So, you know, we built a, a good chemistry and we just trying to keep that rolling to the season. What the, was the defense as chaotic and helter skelter as what you all anticipated in the in the film or it was, was it? actually more chaotic <laughs> and whatever that other word how do you all overcome that? I know it takes a couple drives to, to sort of see what they're doing, but what were you all talking about on the sideline after it um, about midway through the first? Uh, just making adjustments, you know. I feel like in this game, that was our adversity. You know, adversity comes in every game, and I feel like it came in that fashion in this game. So we just worked through that, made adjustments, and, you know, we got came out with a win. Isaiah, you, you got that shot, and then the coach said he wanted to give you another series. I saw you go to the locker room. Um, you wanted to go back in, I'm sure, right, and, and yeah. do it again? Talk yeah. a little bit about did you all have a conversation about it? Or? Uh, yeah, we did. You know, I, I took the shot and, you know, he came and everybody, all the ter- uh, athletic trainers was asking me was I okay. You know, I went through the concussion protocol and I passed it. So, you know, I told him I want to go. So I came out, you know, we came out, scored on that drive. And after that, my night was over. How big was it to, to come back after what happened to, to Quan and you guys rally around him and come back out and take care of business? Yeah, that's it, it was big because, you know, with Yuli going down, we, we was playing for him, so I know a lot of people probably got a little shaken when I went down. So, you know, I, I just wanted to come back and let everybody know that I was fine and I could still, you know, play. What's that time like whenever whenever you see one of the guys you've gone through the preseason with down on the field? And, and you know, it's pretty scary scene there. What, what are you all, you know, talking about during that time and, and what's going on? Uh, you know, that's, that's always a tough time because, you know, these are the people you spend most of your days with. We spend more time with, with, with each other than we spend with our own families. So, you know, when it's, it hurts to see one, one, one of the guys that you've been working hard with for eight months just to play 12 games, go down and not have a chance to finish it out with them. You get your wide receivers, you mix it around a lot. Uh, Corey Damage ended up stepping up and getting five catches for you. How are you feeling with them as far as the confidence level? No, I feel confident with all our receivers. You know, I feel like they all have the ability to make plays, and I feel like they all, when the ball comes their way, they're going to make their play. 
Isaiah Green addressing the media earlier tonight after the victory. What stands out to you there, Dave? He went through concussion protocols, he said, and he said, I went back out there to show I'm okay. He did. They took him for the drive, and then coach said, okay, Alex, take it in from here. So he made his point, four touchdown passes, 200, um, you know, over 200 yards. So last year we wondered who it would be. Tonight we knew who it would be, and he, he, he came through. He came through, and that was a shot he took. We saw that replay several times. And that's right after Euling, you're going, oh, go, not another one. But he got up, walked off, and, uh, you know, passed the protocols to coach. I went back, and they gave him that shot, and then yanked him. Like how the team rallied around Yuli as well. They um, they wanted to go out there, right. perform for him. Because um, I'm sure they knew what was going on a little bit sooner than we knew what was going on as far they're, as his right overall. right there looking at it. Yeah, his overall condition and what he's going through. But uh, still – yeah, these guys have um, shown that there's a lot more unity on this team than we've seen maybe in uh, seasons past. Right. It feels like it's there. A family atmosphere, so to speak. And the family's getting for like two and a half day trip out west. A business trip, but it's still family tends to grow. Speaking of family atmosphere, I know one family member that's going to get a, a nice Christmas gift if he keeps this up is uh, Talik Keaton. Uh, let, let, let's, talk, let's talk about this. Um, Punt returns, five for 109 yards, had a long of, uh, of 67. Freshman. That's, that's saying something right there. And you mentioned uh, freshman and special teams. That's, that's Doc's one of his specialties. He's going to put the 11 best there. Keaton gives us the best chance to uh, catch it, advance it, and if he takes it to the house, so be it. Yeah. And he did. Another 10 guys got the wall and sealed it off. Proper blocking techniques. Everybody checking for the hanky. There was none, and touchdown. So he gets that punt return, 67 yards, puts the herd up after the point after, 14 nothing, and then you start feeling it roll. Uh, yes. That was what got everything going. Uh, Bill Cornwell back in the media scrum. Uh, we catch up with Talik Keaton. Talik, you made a pretty big splash there. Was that was that in the plans to go and take one back to the house? Or... Yes, sir. I found a crease, and I was just like, I got to take it. Talk about that, just what that means to you to, to, you know, really your first crack at doing this here and then uh, taking it to, to the house. Um, it was the greatest feeling ever. Like, I just, when I caught the ball, I seen everybody flowing into me. I bounced out and I just seen green grass and it was the best feeling when I got in the end zone. And, and a little stretch to the tape, right? I thought that was yes, nice, right? Yes, sir. Back to the track days. Yes, sir. <laughs> How about the win? The big win you guys went out and, and obviously with Jaquan getting hurt, you yes, guys sir. rallied around him yes, sir. and then went out and did what you had to do. Yes, sir. Um, we just got to come back tomorrow, get prepared for the next game, and just fix the little things that we had out here today. Yeah. Next game's a pretty big one, too, yeah, heading out to Boise. You know, talk a little bit about that in a short week. Um, we got to come back tomorrow. We have practice tomorrow, actually, to get ready for the game Friday, and we just got to step it up. Because they had a big game today, and they came out with a win against Florida State. So we got to come prepared for a big game next, because the next one up. So that's it. For you personally, how, how gratifying is it when you see the success in the first game after the, the effort that you put in in the spring and in the preseason leading up to it? That was one thing that Coach had talked about during the preseason was he, he had a terrific spring and mm-hmm. sort, of, sort of showed himself for that. Yes, sir, it, it was great. I just, when my number's called, I just got to do my job. So that's, that's, the only thing that, that's the only thing I can do. What, what is special teams like for, for this team? I know a lot of teams talk about it, but, but it seems like it takes on a different dynamic for this team. Oh, yes, sir. Like, every special team, we take, like, we spend 30 minutes a day on every special team and we just work our craft so we can be great at it. Now, can you see, I know that you're in the middle of a play, but it looked like somebody could have had a block in the back there yeah. if they had uh, used their hands, but they sort of walled it off. And, and no, I did not see that. I just <laughs> looked to the end zone. Yes, sir. All right, to Lee Keaton talking to the media earlier. And, um, yeah, you just draw it up like that. I'm just going to run to the house and uh, get a <laughs> touchdown, and, and here we go. And I hope my teammate doesn't block in the back, and he didn't. And if he did, it wasn't called. How <laughs> how tough is that? You you make that run, and you, you just look back, but please, please let this be clean. And one of those things when you do that, and so many times you see something, the block happens – Maybe the, the block in question, it's like three, four, five yards behind the guy and says, dude, he's already passed him. Let him go. Let him go to the house, which he did. He showed the burner going down the sideline. 
I don't want to have those conversations if, if that was my score. And it's like, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. I ran 67 took, yards. And you took it off the board. <laughs> I'm tired now. And you yeah. took that off the board. Uh, we got college football scores to go over before we call it a night here. Uh, several games. I'll tell you what. Let's start with Conference USA, and then we'll, uh, we'll get into uh, top 25. Uh, we do have one top 25 game to start with in Conference USA. Uh, unfortunately, uh, not a good night for the lane train as number five Ohio State defeats FAU 45-21. to FAU scoring the most of their points in the fourth quarter. Uh, pretty much garbage time at that point. Right. Uh, when, when it was like matter time, it was all Buckeyes, a new coach, a new quarterback, and uh, looked like the same old Scarlet and Gray, just different names. Same result. Incarnate Word uh, takes the loss to UTSA today, 35-17 there. So UTSA is 1-0. Right. Was expected. We joked about a doubleheader. No, they took care of business. Incarnate Word's in the rearview mirror on to the next one. Southern Miss thankfully taking care of business against Alcorn State, 38-10 there, so no worries, Southern Miss taking care of A little care. slow. They're watching their score, but when it's all said and done, Coach Hobson's gang got it done. And uh, I think enough to get a convincing start knowing there's bigger things ahead. Uh, how worried were the folks at Old Dominion? Norfolk State making that a game. Uh, Old Dominion wins at 24-21, but uh, Norfolk State scoring yeah. 15 in the fourth quarter to uh, – to really, uh, let's put it this way, I'd be sweating right now right. if I was or Old Dominion. Or you had to score late touchdown to pull it out. In their new stadium could have been a, 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 a tough opener with a rival right across the street taking them down, but they didn't. They survived. So offense is a thing at North Texas. Defense, maybe not so much. But, again, <laughs> uh, some of this uh, coming in garbage time, North Texas with the win over Abilene Christian, 51-31. Uh, Abilene Christian scoring 14 in the fourth. North Texas uh, looks like they called the dogs off. Yeah. Uh, they scored a lot of points early, and the uh, second half just called the dogs right. off. Check out what Mason Fine did. He's, he's, he's the face of the mean green, the quarterback. Same thing for uh, Michigan. They called the dogs off, it looks like, in the second half, defeating Middle Tennessee 40-21. So uh, seventh-ranked Michigan and fifth-ranked Ohio State having fun in Conference USA today. Sacrificial Saturday. Although, the visiting team scored first in that game. We are on the press box and, whoa, what's going on in Ann Arbor? Middle scored first. 7 nothing. Did, did stock still sneak in? No, they took care of business. Houston Baptist uh, making it interesting for UTEP, but UTEP gets the win. In the skid. 36-34. Uh, the streak was a, is over. This is an interesting one here. So UTEP's now 1-0. and oh. uh, Number 10, Texas, taking care of Louisiana Tech, 45-14 there. Not much to say. Uh, Longhorn Network uh, got a real boring yeah, one today. Uh, they if got you, one, uh, and uh, Texas, Texas is one of those teams like flying under the radar a little bit, and uh, it's the kind of start they, they want. And then last night, Army with the win over Rice, 14-7. Not too bad. Though. That's a little surprising. I thought it might be a little great, uh, wider numbers, 14-7. I'm sure if Army did not do anything or Rice played above and beyond, who knows. But they got to win. That's what matters. All right, Army. we're going to take a look at the top 25. Here are the games that are underway in top 25. We got one. It's the third quarter, actually, 13:44 to go, and 23rd-ranked Washington State uh, taking, par- taking real care of New Mexico State. 35-7. to seven. Uh, Again, uh, this is in the third quarter. Um, 35 points in the first half for uh, Washington State there. Uh, Nebraska, 24th-ranked Nebraska with the win over South Alabama, 35-21. It's 21st-ranked Iowa State, uh, barely beating Northern Iowa, 29-26. to uh, Do you worry there? I'm, I'm not sure. That's three overtimes, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 13th ranked Washington taking care of Eastern Washington, 47 to 14. Uh, so that was an easy one there. Right. Uh, definitely though, if I'm Iowa State, going back to that one, uh, yeah, 29, 26, three overtimes. Uh, I'm going back to work. I'm not feeling good. No, I'm not feeling good. Uh, Duke, they got a chance to make this right in basketball, but today, uh, <laughs> not on the football uh, field. No, Duke, you are a basketball school. 42-3, Alabama taking care of Duke, second-ranked uh, Alabama with that score. Uh, Penn State does not know the uh, meaning <laughs> of calling the dogs off as they defeat Idaho today, 79-7. to um, Is there any reason for this at this point? Uh, I mean, I know you got to put uh, kids in and tell them, hey, um, try not to embarrass them, but yeah, I can't tell you to stop either. Right. I mean, Penn State, come on, 20, 24, 14, and 21, uh, respectively, in all four quarters. 79 points, is that's that necessary? No, that's not I don't necessary. think so. 
You proved the point long before 79. 25th ranked Stanford uh, with the 17-7 win over Northwestern. That's an interesting game. Battle of the uh, board scores. Liberty uh, falls to 22nd ranked Syracuse, 24-0 there. And um, uh-oh, 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 Dave. Uh-oh. Uh, I had Oregon picked. I had Oregon picked to beat Auburn. I know. They I were had leading it, the whole game. Until... I had it picked, and Auburn scores 14 unanswered in the fourth quarter, defeating Oregon 27-21. Dave Walsh leads right now in our <laughs> in-house college football pick'em. You were ahead the entire night. The only time I think Auburn had the lead is when the final gun went off, yeah, which so, in my case was very good. So close, but yet so far yeah. away. I'll get you back next week. I know. Uh, Georgia defeats Vanderbilt 30-6 to there, so uh, that's an easy one. Right. Uh, uh, number 20 ranked uh, Iowa defeats Miami of Ohio 38-14. Uh, LSU 55-3 to over Georgia Southern. Um, I'm okay with that, actually. Right. Uh, and um, then um, coming up. We got Oklahoma taking on Houston. That's going to be on ABC. That's a uh, that's a Sunday game. Sunday night game. And then on Monday, number nine, Notre Dame takes on Louisville. Uh, that's going to be on ESPN. So a we Sunday got, night game because after this Sunday, it's pretty much the Shield. NFL henceforth on Sunday. Crazy college football uh, Saturday. It was. Uh, you want to you want to look at the SEC? We uh, we need to mention one score that really uh, you, you scratch your head at. Uh, Georgia State defeats Tennessee 38-30. to I'm co- I imagine Coach Seals at Huntington High, a, I think Tennessee grad and known well over there, is going, what is going on in Knoxville? Yeah, uh, Memphis <laughs> uh, beat Ole Miss today, 15-10. That's big. That's the AAC, and that's one of those schools you got to pay attention to. Yeah, so uh, I'm just uh, going down the scoreboard here. Uh, by the way, uh, Wyoming beats Missouri 37-31 today. Right. Uh, that's nuts. That's big. That's an SEC school going down. That that, that that's just that's just crazy. I right. I, I look at um, I look at the Big Ten here, and you see uh, some of the scores, and you look at um, like Maryland just defeats Howard seventy nine nothing, and right. uh, you know again there's no necessary call for that. probably not not necessary there. not that big. Uh, Nevada beat Purdue thirty four thirty one. That was nice. Yeah, what's going on there? Uh, so. Doc Holliday's going to have a field day. Just say, right. hey, kids. Uh, that's the same league that Boise's in, I think, them in Nevada. So, But it starts Friday night. It all, They're already in game mode. It all starts Friday night. You're exactly right. Uh, hey, uh, we're past the midnight hour, and uh, we want to uh, say goodnight to everyone. So uh, uh, let's um, let's go ahead and uh, call it a night. Um, for those of you who uh, listen on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, back on Tuesday, uh, Monday uh, is Labor Day, right. and uh, we have got uh, we got play-by-play action on Monday, so uh, we won't have a show on Monday uh, for the drive. But uh, Tuesday we'll be back, and uh, we'll be ready to go. Get you ready for Boise State. Tuesday is going to be a busy night as well because we're going to have a, a Doc Holiday show. We're going to have a Inside Herd Athletics with Mike Hamrick. Uh, of course, uh, we'll have um, you and me right. getting everybody ready for the uh, for the upcoming game. So uh, we're going to have a pretty Just busy wondering. night. Since Doc's calendar is a little different, does your calendar match his, or are you still normal? Uh, it's Monday, Monday. Monday is Monday. Sunday is Sunday <laughs> for gotcha. me. And uh, right now it is Sunday. So yes. uh, technically we have crossed over <laughs> right. uh, into the Sunday hour. So um, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get our producer, Gabriel Sellers, home.